welcome to This Xbox Life, episode 198, We Are Not Professionals. My name is Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me this week is my good buddy, Run. BJSwick33. So what's up, Bron? How you doing? I am a little sleepy, still recovering from the wonderful gaming night that... Uh, that I had hosting at my house a couple of days ago, which I'll explain here in a little bit. But oh yeah, want to hear about that? So oh, well, yeah. okay. Well, since you've got, since my list is actually for probably the very first time in the history of this show, shorter than yours, I'll go ahead first with what we've been playing. Okay. Um, because I have not really been playing my Xbox. Um, I've been playing anything. I, I've been, uh, I don't know, I don't know what the deal is. Just, I got stuff to play, but I'm just not feeling it these days. But I did play some Pinball FX2 for a little bit, um, and I did jump on last Tuesday to play Future Soldier uh, to help Elite Zion complete the one mission he needed for his uh, co-op achievements and stuff. So, And I haven't been on since, so I don't know. It's weird. That's it. So what have you been playing? Well, so what happened on... Thursday night after work, uh, it was Nighthawk, uh, Nighthawk 70, uh, Sleepy Ninja, and Rockley 65, or Sleepy Ninja 78, I should say, and uh, Rockley 65 and myself um, had a gaming session at my house. So in my living room, we had four high-definition TVs. <laughs> Uh, all with an Xbox, and we just pretty much play games. So we ordered food, and we ate like you know a couple dozen wings, a couple pizzas, so on and so forth. And we started gaming around 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, and uh, we gamed till about four in the morning. Took a three and a half, four hour nap, and then got up at 8 a.m on Friday and played to about 2 p.m. on Friday. And then that's when everybody kind of, you know, headed home or finally said, okay, it's time to sleep, so on and so forth. But And then actually I stayed up, played more Battlefield on Saturday and <laughs> played till, or played on Friday and then Saturday woke up and played more until like 1.30 you know, p.m. as far as or one eight one thirty a.m. on Sunday morning was playing Battlefield Three, so um, I played a lot of Battlefield Three, a lot of Battlefield Three, <laughs> and Soul Assassin was there for a majority of it. And Nighthawk was there for a majority of it, but playing the uh, close quarters maps, I will say that uh, it speeds up the game drastically. Which Battlefield is not... The one reason why I, I'm a Battlefield player and I like Battlefield is that the speed is not, you know, cranked to 11 the entire time. It's not it's not Call of Duty speed, you know. Um, Battlefield is actually slower than Call of Duty. Call of Duty is slower than Halo, in, in my opinion. I think Halo is as fast as multiplayer as you can go, but... Really? As, yeah, yeah, I do. Um I mean, that could be, like, the types of guns and stuff that are used that make it feel that way. I, I don't know, but I really do feel that, that Halo is probably as fast-paced as you can get. Um, and Call of Duty is just right there, though. I'm not saying that it's far off. But Battlefield is definitely slower than both of them. Um, oh, this, definitely, yeah. These new maps, man, holy cow, does it just change it. It puts it right up there with everything else. Um it's it's crazy. It's it's to the point to where like you can play the maps, you have a good time, and then you know after playing a couple, then it turns into frustration, and then after a couple more, it turns into hate, <laughs> and then and then it's like okay, we got to play some regular maps because I need a break. And so what you do is you jump into some of the larger maps, uh, and then you kind of cool off a little bit there, and then it's like okay, let me try a couple more. Uh, let me you know close quarters maps. Um, they are fun. They're good. I like the uh, I like the new modes, um, and I've just been cranking out the assignments. So, uh, been trying to 
get those out of the way. But for everybody that's been playing Battlefield 3 and you've been playing with me over the weekend, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, I There's just there's so many to, to mention that because I was on so much. <laughs> um, but also in the gaming session, played Assassin's Creed Revelations. We played some multiplayer. It's pretty fun. I liked it. Uh, I really did. I thought uh, Sleepy Ninja is a big Assassin's Creed fan. Um, you know, maybe Soul. I told him to get with Soul Assassin. I said Soul Assassin will play with you. Um, but it's it's one of those things where you know you have to assassinate somebody and somebody's trying to assassinate you. It, it was it was a good time. Um, we played Ghost Recon Future Soldier. We played some uh, Gorilla Mode. Uh, we played some multiplayer Red Dead Redemption, and. Two individuals out of the four had not uh, beaten Halo Reach on uh, Legendary. So we played the entire Halo Reach campaign on Legendary. (laughs) So we started at the beginning and we cranked through. We got like halfway through it and then we took a break, played some other games, and then we picked back up and finished it. Um, You had one busy weekend. Yeah. Well, this this is like the whole Halo Reach campaign was overnight. We We played the whole thing. Wow. So it, I, we played from like 8 to 11 or 8 to 10 or something like that, 8 to 11, and then we took a little bit of a break, and then we picked back up and played until like 4. The wife was still gone on vacation, right? Yes, yeah. Okay, that explains it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, how is how are you getting uh, being allowed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> so she, she thought it was funny, it, I sent pictures to her, and she's like, you know, dork. <laughs> so she called. <laughs> so, and it's funny because Rock Lee 65 is my oldest stepboy. Uh, he's 16, and we're just, you know, he's just having a good time. It, it was it was fun to hang out with him and to, to play games and stuff. But, you know, he has a thing with his friends where they play board games or they play, like, old Pokemon games. They all get together and do these old gaming events, which is kind of cool. And he calls them nerd nights, and they're like, "Hey, yeah. it's nerd night." So, <laughs> you know, that was that was our nerd night. And I told him we have to make it like an annual. Told the guys like we got to make this an annual thing, except we'll jump houses. So it was at my house this year, and then we'll do it at you know somebody else's house next time. So, but uh, I didn't get to braid, which I think you played some braid, <laughs> but I don't think you mentioned it. No, I didn't. The codes, so I I can't talk about Braid yet because I didn't get a chance to play it. Um, but I, you know, I'm still liking Ghost Recon. I am really itching to actually. I got to get back to Mass Effect Three, and I got to beat it. I guess today. Let's see. We're recording on Monday. Tomorrow's you know release on Tuesday. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, um, supposedly that Mass Effect Three um, extra ending. The thing that they that they created to answer all the backlash or whatever from the ending of the game is being released. It's like two gig download, and uh, I guess you just need to save like a previous save, and then you gotta play the ending again, and then you can get like extra cutscenes or extra movies or something like that. That ending is um, gonna take like two hours. I I don't know. I haven't beat it yet, so I don't know what the ending is, and I, I really don't know if what I'm saying is the complete truth because I just, I heard it on another podcast. So I'm just kind of going from memory. Um, but well, that was something that, we, we talked about before. I think, um, who else was on here with us that finished? Oh, I think it was during our, uh, discussion wait, with, uh, spoiler. Com- commander Shepard. No, yeah. no spoilers here. No, no, no. That's uh, the, you were doing the spoiler cast, I think with commander Shepard. Oh yeah. And Mudtastic. Yeah. And, um, I think that was one of the things we were talking about was this this whole, you know, what are they going to do? Because the thought was, and, and it's been a while, but, like, once you hit that last checkpoint or save section, like, the rest of the game still took a couple hours. So it's like, you know, and it sounds like that's what's going to happen tomorrow. So you're going to have, and that's what I thought, is, like, if they're going to make us play the last part again and make your selections again, then then that, to me, it's like I don't want to put in two hours just to watch because it's not going to change the game. It's supposed to give you some cutscenes to let you kind of wrap up on what happened, you know, and how your decisions impacted things. I don't think it's worth it to replay the, the, the you know, that was quite a bit of gaming time. So I don't know. It's uh, I don't know if I want to do that or not. 
I mean, if it altered the game, then I can see why I'd want to sit and go through it again. But I'm not sure if it's worth it just to see them wrap up. Well, this is what really happened or what we intended. And also, I do believe that I saw somewhere that they were saying the... I can't remember his name. I'm trying to find it. Um, but, like, the main dude over there was saying that this this is going to create a whole bunch of um, discussion. Right. Well, I mean... <laughs> and I was the, like, is that really what they want to do right now? <laughs> well, here, here's the the thing, and I, was, it was, I think it was IGN, I think it was GameScoop that I was listening to when they were talking about it. And I really just don't know, and they kind of said the same thing, is this isn't going to make everybody happy. So it's not going to be the answer to everybody's prayer. So right. people are still going to be mad. So what are they going to do? Start up another protest about it or this or that? They should have just they should have just left it alone um, to the way it was, and, and just the way they they built the game. It's the way they created it. It's the way they saw the ending. They should have just left it the way it is. I kind of wish I would have beat it before this came out. Because I, I would have beat it and I would have just left it. I wouldn't have added this additional content. Which, if I don't have to download it, I probably won't. I, I don't. I don't know if I'm going to or not. Because I just really like to see it the way it was intended and and go from there. So I've heard a lot of people they really didn't mind it. So, but yeah, I didn't have a big. So I, I still, I still got to. Yeah, I still got to beat it. So I don't really maybe talking out my rear end right now. <laughs> I may may beat it and be like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> I want a new ending." <laughs> so, but yeah. So that'll be it'll be interesting to see what the community says and what people are saying about it after it's uh, released. I'm sure we'll be hearing about it probably by Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> people complaining or enjoying what 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 Bioware did. So, but again, it's not. It doesn't change the end of the game. So just keep that in mind if you're, you know, for those that are looking for a change, it doesn't change the game. It only expands on explanation after you've made all your decisions. So, mm-hmm. so we shall see. Yep. So, all right. Uh, Was there a Friday Night Live? Uh, played lots of Battlefield. <laughs> oh yeah, you went through all that already. So I guess that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't around. I don't. I wasn't. I haven't been on since. I don't think I've been on my Xbox since like last Tuesday. So. Wow. Yeah, just been busy. I'm enjoying swimming every day. <laughs> yeah, it's so. been really hot here recently. Today is in the 70s, so it's nice. But it's been in the 90s with like 100% humidity. So. Yeah, it's uh, 7:30 at night right now, and it's 104. <laughs> yeah. So I've already done my swimming for the day. When I went after work before dinner, I went out swimming. So the whole family. Nice. It is nice. I do have enjoy having a pool in my backyard. It's pretty awesome. We're in there almost every day. <laughs> so, but anyways, yep. um, all right. Let's get into our topics. Hopefully, Rob uh, is is on his way. Hopefully, to join us in time. But I think we're going to be up for a really short show. So I don't know if Rob will make it in time. Because Bron and I just really don't have a much. There's not a lot to talk about this week. Before we get in. It was another hard week. It's been another hard week to get us all together. You know, because like we were just saying, my family was coming back in town. I couldn't record on Sunday. You had a birthday in your household, I think, on Sunday. Yeah, it was my wife's birthday yesterday. So there was no way I was going, see you later, babe. I got to (laughs) record. Yeah, exactly. So we're recording on Monday. And every time we do that, Rob is obviously is late due to work and. So, but all right, continue. All right. So first of all, um, and, and I got to make this perfectly clear. I'm only, there was something brought up on our site. Um, someone got a little upset with me. And so I wanted to, the thought that I had about it was that there was a good, a good point made in my, in my mind that, that I think we need to express because if people have come into our show and joined our community kind of in the middle somewhere or, you know, hey, I just jumped on at episode 195. They may not understand what Rob and Braun and myself are all about. So, you know, 
what I and that's why I said titled the show we're not professionals. That we're not professionals. We don't get paid for doing this. We don't charge anyone to listen to us. Uh, we are only attempting to provide you with some video gaming viewpoints from Joe Consumer. Um, you know, Joe Consumer, of course, being your average gamer or whatnot. So, and hopefully we will provide you a few laughs along the way. Um, if you want to listen to guys who get paid to do this and they get all the inside scoops, they get to see all the review or all the early release copies and stuff, you know, check out Giant Bomb. Uh, check out IGN. IGN has a ton of uh podcasts um the official xbox magazine is a really good one well it, i'm not sure now because ryan um oh what is his name he's over on ign now broad yes uh, McCa- um, ryan mcafee yeah yeah he used to host that show and now it's someone else and i i haven't heard it so i don't know hopefully it's still the good quality but you know, you're going to get the same type of material uh major nelson's podcast etc so if that's what you want then you need to go listen to them Weird, you know, um, if you if you don't want to hear any criticism of your favorite EA title, then go listen to the EA podcast. They do have a podcast. Um, and then you're only going to hear good things about Battlefield and all things that EA turns out. If you don't want to hear anything bad of, spoken about an Activision game, then listen to One of Swords. Uh, One of Swords is, the, uh, is done by Dan Americk who used to be at Official Xbox Magazine, uh, he is the community manager for Activision. So you can listen to his podcast. So, you know, those those are all official. You're going to get, you know, the inside scoops. You're going to get, you know, and with EA Podcasts and One of Swords Podcasts, you're going to get the happy, lovey feeling about their games. Um, so if you just want to hear what three guys who have real jobs outside of the gaming industry – we actually happen, funny enough, we actually all happen to be in IT, though. Um, <laughs> but we don't work in games. And if you, you know, we're just hobbyists who've been playing video games for a long time, um, enjoy playing the games, despite our complaints sometimes, um, then continue to listen to us. If you really don't like just hearing a bunch of guys rambling on about their week, then unsubscribe. I mean, we're not going to be offended by it. Don't waste your time. It's not going to impact us in any way. Like I said, we don't get paid. So it, it, we're just doing this because we enjoy doing it. So, And we've built kind of a cool community out there with some... I mean, most of the people I, well, I think about, everybody I game with, is all from this community now. Yeah. And and there's a lot of people out there that I actually have you know come to consider my friends, even though I've never met them. You know, I've never met Soul Assassin or Mojo Red. They live over in Europe. But... You know, now Mojo comes over here. In fact, he was just over in California not long ago. Um, and it's like, if I can ever get a chance to hook up with him, I will. I mean, it's like I would meet him. I consider him a friend. Uh, Soul Assassin, I consider a friend. And uh, just tons of people, even even a couple of Canadians, <laughs> like Carbide. You know, even yeah. consider him. Even though he's Canadian, I still consider him a good friend. So, <laughs> <laughs> But that's it. We just... Just a couple hobbyists that, you know, kind of started wanting to talk about Xbox, built this community up, of, and we tend to do most of our stuff online playing uh, with each other and against each other and stuff. So I just thought it was a good opportunity to just kind of remind people that may have come in late what we're about. Um, and by all means, check out those other shows. So um, we all listen to them. So. <laughs> yeah. so. And we'll continue to do ours as long as we possibly can. Before we go insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sometimes I feel that's fast approaching. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. uh, As far as as the person who did provide feedback and, you know, you responded to him and and you guys kind of went back and forth a little bit. Nicely back and forth. Not, Not like angrily back and forth, but nicely back and forth. I think to where well, I, I didn't respond angrily. <laughs> it started no, no, angrily no, no. at me, but yeah. Oh, I and and he came back, and I think he was just like, you know, I think that came off a little meaner than what I meant, and and, right. and so on and so forth. So it, it's and you were like, you know, hey, you're welcome back. You don't have to go anywhere, and and right. and this isn't an attack on him or anything. Oh like no no that. no, absolutely not. Because his main thing was like, is taking criticism and, and feedback hey we take we don't care if it's good bad ugly you know we'll take everything we can because we wouldn't do this if we could if we didn't if we couldn't take it right 
Um, I, I mean, we've had people come out, you know, flat out say they hate us and that we're worthless. And it's just like, you know, really, <laughs> didn't have to go that far. <laughs> I'm really not that bad of a person. Yeah, okay, I might stink at podcasting, but you know what? It's, you know, I'm trying. Uh, but, yeah, it's, definitely welcome back. Hopefully you're listening to this episode because, you know, we, we don't want to lose anybody. No, we want it to be fun. And I think you actually, let me go back and look at his last comment, because I think you said he asked me a question that I forgot about. Yeah. So let me pull this back up to see what his, um, wow, what am I, what did I just do? Uh, I just clicked on, oh, I clicked on our last, why is that? I can't, oh, I'm hit, I, see, I haven't even been on here for so long, I can't even get to the comments page. <laughs> like, duh. Uh, once, know, once know what you think of uh, Ghost Recon Future Soldier, he thought the campaign was awesome, especially on Elite difficulty. Multiplayer was crap, which I think is the only thing we can agree on. <laughs> so, yeah, no. just curious yeah. on what you think about uh, I, Future Soldier. I think I've said it before, and yeah, I, I think he's heard me because he said it's the only thing we can agree on. Um, yeah, the campaign was great. Had a lot of fun on Elite. It was very, it, it was a difficult. There were some times that were frustrating, but you know, it, it made it all worth it when you were able to complete that with your buddies and, and say, you know what, we knocked it out. Uh, multiplayer, I never expected to enjoy it. I don't really enjoy it, but I never cared for it in any Ghost Recon game, so. Um, I've always enjoyed the co-op features and the aspect of playing as a team with with friends and stuff. So um, I, I do need to go in and play some multiplayer and try and give it a shot and get get into it a little bit more. I might have some stuff. I think I got some stuff unlocked now from the campaign that I might be able to use in multiplayer to help me out. I think. So I'm not positive they crossed over, but I know there were some unlocks in the campaign, and I'm like, well, you can't even. I don't think you can add this stuff, so I don't know. I, I got to just get some time in it, check it out, uh, and, and see more, you know, spend some more time with it to learn my way around the multiplayer. But I still plan to get in there and do some with it. But I, I'd rather run with, like, guys from our community, you know, at least get yeah. on the team. And, then, you know, if I can kind of tag along with them and learn what it is I'm supposed to be doing. So I blame my age. I'm slow, stupid. <laughs> I just... You know, when I first played the multiplayer of uh, Future Soldier, man, there was just, like, so many things on the screen. I had the same yeah. thing with Battlefield 3. It was just like, what the heck am I looking at? You know? <laughs> it's And it's one of those, if I just would spend some time with it, you know, it'll all click. It's just, I'm not one of these guys who can just pick it up and go and just, oh, yeah, boom, 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 this is how it is. You know, so I'm getting old, bro. So. But, uh, yeah, no, it was, you know, I have no problem with the comments that were made. That's why, you know, Brun sent me the message saying, hey, someone said something about you. I'll, you know, let you handle it. And I'd approved it, you know. I'm like, you know, if I can't take the criticism, you know. So I'd say all, all I would say is if you're going to criticize us, just, you know, try to make it, you know, not so personal or attacking someone personally just make it constructive so that we can you know handle it or we you know we have the ability to make corrections to the show and stuff like that so but no it's all cool and if, if he wants to shoot me a friend's request i'll play with him online i don't care so cool. i'm not hurt man I, i'm not hurt <laughs> <laughs> so but like i said I, I the good thing is we can just let people kind of update everybody on what it is we stand for and uh I think it's a good stopping point so that we can bring in the, the slacker uh, to join the show because I know he'll kill our recording. So, All right. Let's bring him on in. All right. So you have a couple stories. I'm just going to rattle off a couple things that I come across that are important to me and only me. <laughs> so you're not going to let Rob say hi? Oh, sorry. I think you should. <laughs> say hey, hi, up, Rob. everybody? <laughs> Okay, now continue. If you wanted okay. to say hi, you should have been on time, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, the, the the first thing is uh, I'm an NHL fan, uh, Blue Jackets fan, and NHL 13 has their uh, cover, their featured athlete for the cover, which is Claude Garreau. Uh I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. 
It's G-I-R-O-U-X. Um, he plays for the Philadelphia Flyers and is an outstanding hockey player. The man scores, you know, can pass. He's I think he had the most points or he, he was up there, but it's it's cool that he's on there. And even though I'm not a Flyers fan, I actually kind of like this guy because he's just, I don't know, pretty cool. So he is the cover feature or cover athlete. And on September 11th, you can go out and get the game or it's in the U.S. and on the 14th in Europe. So that was one thing I noticed. The other thing I noticed is at a store that I do not purchase anything from which is GameStop. Uh, you get a $50 gift card with a 4 gig 360 Connect bundle. So I'm not exactly sure how long this is going to go on, uh, but you know the story here is only two days old, so I imagine it's still there. So anybody looking for a 4 gig or like a secondary 360, you can get you know $50 gift card back. So that is that. It's not all that's going on at GameStop. Oh, yeah? GameStop and Best Buy are now have the $99 Xboxes available to them with a two-year contract at $15 a month. <laughs> oh, yeah. But oh. you can now get them at uh, GameStop and uh, Best Buy. Oh, that's pretty cool. So wh- when do you have to sign up for that? Do you sign up for it right there in the store for yeah. the two-year? Yeah, I believe it's just like if you go and you buy a you know, cell phone, it, it Sounds like one of those types of contracts, so they do them right there in the store. I wonder if they do a credit check. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how many people are going to go do it, and then what happens if you don't pay it? Then obviously you get stuck with the bill, but if you're not paying the $15 a month, are they, you know... Yeah, it just makes... I, I could see them almost having more problems with this, but, I mean, the cell phone companies and stuff do it, and... Yeah. So there's got to be a you know, way they get their money if you don't pay the subscription fees. I mean, cell phone companies do it. The satellite companies do it. Yep. All of them. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, that's something. There you go. There's something Xbox has that PlayStation doesn't. Yeah. Subscription fees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've had that all along. Never mind. <laughs> and we like it. Oh, I guess... PlayStation has them now if you go with PlayStation Plus. So. Cool. Doggone it. They got to copy us on everything. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's what? it. What, what do you have you any? Got? Do I have any what? Do you have anything else? Um, I do, but does Rob have anything? Actually, I do. Oh. So, there's a website that I check out every once in a while. I thought I would just bring it up. And uh, uh, let, no, let no, this, this is a PG-13 show, Rob. Yeah. yeah that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> so w- what this site is, is it's called The Psychology of Video Games. Huh. Now, you know, at, at first take, you know, might seem kind of boring, but this guy, I, I really don't know what the background is. It's got to be some kind of psychiatry, psychology or whatnot. And this person definitely loves video games and actually games of all sorts. But what's really interesting is that he looks at different applications of different studies towards video games and why we kind of do the things that we do. Recently, he's had a whole bunch of write-ups on Diablo 3. It's a, a multi-part set of articles that he wrote as to you know, why people kind of get sucked into things and what the certain behaviors are and what the motivations are of the companies that write these games. And, you know, it's, it's just something that is like so cool to read and you're like, Oh yeah, that really makes sense. And I just want to talk about one article that was kind of interesting. And I, I find myself kind of falling into this as well is that a while back, uh, this person wrote an article about something called the Dunning Kruger effect and multiplayer games. And that's a pretty darn long name. Uh, it was basically done as a study about uh, 13, 14 years ago. And it looks at how people 
basically kind of rank themselves with skill in something. And so the article talks about how, you know, you can pick up a game, and they mentioned Gears of War 3. How you pick up this game, and you go throughout the entire single player, and you just kick butt, you just rock it, you, you know, you even go on the, what is it called? Uh, what's that worst, the, the hardest thing in Gears called? Is insane? That insane? I think it's you insane. Know, yeah, I mean, you can go throughout the entire game in the insane mode and just just kick butt. So then you decide to go and give your try, you know, playing multiplayer with this thing. And I'll, I'll do a direct quote from the article here. It goes, so you decide to venture online and try your hand at ranked ladder matches, a tournament, or maybe even just try picking up some games via online matchmaking. You get creamed, murdered, owned. At the end of the match, your competition has left you with a kill-death ratio in the realm of negative numbers so low that mathematicians can't even be bothered to really think about. <laughs> about it yet because they figured nobody would ever use them because this baffles you because by all previous accounts you're totally awesome at this game and he goes congratulations you've encountered what psychologists call the dunning-kruger effect now i don't know about you guys but i fall into this <laughs> all the time that's me which is, one, which is one of the reasons why i don't play online much <laughs> i i can't handle the disappointment I think I think I might have to go change my gamer tag to Dunning Kruger effect. Yeah, <laughs> nice. That's a cool gamer tag, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Explains you to a T. Uh, so it was a 1999 paper uh, written by David Dunning and graduate student Justin Kruger. The effect describes how those people who really aren't very good at something overestimate their skill while those who are experts tend to sell themselves short. Because the, reasons, uh, the reason is that the more skilled you are in a complicated task, the more you understand that there's stuff that you don't understand. And then uh, similarly, those... There you go. <laughs> similarly, those of us that are really bad and inexperienced at a game often lack true understanding of what's even possible. You can't accurately reflect about your own opinion of yourself because you're just not good enough. And you're not good enough because you can't accurately reflect on your own opinion of yourself. So it goes on to write, I, I think I see this coming up in video games a lot, especially ones with competitive multiplayer or even those with challenges that let you compare your performance against others via leaderboards. It's exacerbated, exacerbated by the fact that a single that the single-player versions of games often allow you to be incompetent in the pursuit of fun. You can soak up bullets in Gears 3 instead of using cover effectively or choosing the right weapon for the situation. You can brute force your way through a campaign uh, in StarCraft 2 using just Marines instead of appropriately countering the enemy's army build. You can kite you can kite mobs around the world, around in World of Warcraft instead of using teamwork and assembling a set of equipment or a list of perks with the optimal resistances. In each case, you're frankly quite incompetent, but the limiting feedback you're getting just doesn't allow you to know it because you're simply just not good in the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, how about that? So uh, the article finishes up. So next time you find your ladder rankings of your kill-death ratio not living up to your expectations, take a second to reflect about the things you don't know and how your experiences so far may have been designed to make you feel more confident than you really are. Then go pick up some tips from those totally awesome hardcore players who know how totally awesome they really aren't. It's kind of an interesting. There's there's a little bit more to it. I read about half the article just now, but it's it's interesting because I've found that a lot of these articles that I've just you know skimmed and read, I kind of think back and I'm like, yeah, that totally makes sense. So check it out. It's called the Psychology of Games at PsychologyofGames.com.
I don't think I want to check it out. They just told me I'm an idiot. Because <laughs> I do suck at online multiplayer. Because <laughs> you're just not that good. I'm just not that good. But I have always known that, too. So does that count yeah. for anything? Do they cover that? If you know you suck, does that make you not suck as bad? Or <laughs> No. You still suck. <laughs> you got to get some credit for at least knowing you suck. Actually, that might have you in the middle because if if the really good players know how much they don't know, then you might be in the middle. You're just a player that sucks that knows how much he doesn't know. Exactly. Yeah, I'm in the middle. Yeah. And he's got some articles on Diablo 3 that are pretty darn interesting talking about the psychological implications of the different auction houses and uh it's pretty interesting so if you play diablo 3 it's definitely worth a read does he talk anything in there about like um race like or like your your a person's heritage or race i guess it'd be race because like was it isn't it over in korea was it starcraft that they just are freaking monsters with that game. It's like they can they run it so fast, they can do it so quick that I mean, and it was such a popular game over there. You know, is there is there anything like that about you know how some people can just a certain type of people can play better? Are you talking about Diablo? What? No, I'm talking about just like because like over in Korea, they're huge fans of I think it's StarCraft. Okay. And I don't know if you've ever seen these guys play. It's insane. They they can move and do stuff so fast. It's like you can't even if you're trying to watch them. You're just like, what what's going on? You can't even follow with what they're doing. They're moving so quickly. Yeah, it's I like I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's like um, they measured like an American at one time playing StarCraft, and they were doing like a hundred. A hundred and something commands per minute, like keyboard commands per minute in a game of StarCraft. But um, like a Korean was doing like 300 commands a minute. It, it's crazy. And like if you ever watch them on like, like you can go into YouTube and watch like professional gaming and watch one of the StarCraft things like the screen. It's not like watching a game. You have to, they actually have a third person in there actually going around and watching the game. Because if you watch the player's screen, it's literally jumping wow. from like place to place, back and forth. Like you can't even tell what's going on. They're literally, it's almost like they're typing on a keyboard, just pounding away on the keyboard, doing a billion things at once. It is crazy to see. So. You know, to to look at it kind of from the the board game spin. I know a lot of times when I play the board games, I don't think very far ahead. And there's, you know, because even when you look at it from a chess standpoint, you've got these like grandmasters or whatnot. They can anticipate moves up to, you know, X amount of moves, you know, five, mm-hmm. ten moves in advance. When I play games, I tend to play games along the line of kind of like what's the most optimal optimal choice for me right now, and I don't think too far in advance. When you look at games like StarCraft, you can play kind of like what I do, where it's like you you play for the moment and you're reactionary to everything. And then you have other people that understand the system so well that they can actually work in the here and now and anticipate, you know, what's going to happen you know, X amount of minutes in advance. Like, they might be able to see, you know, hey, this factory over here is just churning out these guys. I need to do this and this and start moving them up because, if you know, if he comes through here, they can do that. You know, it's a lot of these games are like big chess matches almost. And if you take it to the level of anticipating what your player is going to do instead of just reacting, you can probably get to that level. And if you're surrounded by people that, that play like that, you either have to, you know, get as good as everybody else, 
you know, in order to hang with them, in order to play with them, or otherwise you just get creamed. So I'm, I'm just wondering if there was if there was anything about you know a person's race where they're predisposed to perform better, you know, with yeah, I've never seen that. Game, so that's I mean that'd be kind of interesting because even you think about like you think of like Chinese or Koreans that are just freaking amazing at ping pong. Oh well, yeah. I mean you know they're. You think of ping pong champions, you think of, you know, Chinese or or, uh, or Koreans that, you know, they just rock, man. They're just so darn fast. And it's just like, you know, you don't you don't think of, you know, an American being that quick and, and being able to do that. So I think that'd be kind of an interesting thing for them to kind of look at. And that'd be interesting to read about. But Oh, yeah. So I'll have to yeah. check out that site and see what's out there. Yeah, the articles are pretty short. They're not very dry. And, you know, he talks about, you know, a lot of stuff that, you know, we know and love, you know, the different games and the different systems. And it's definitely worth checking out. Cool. Yep. And there's there's even an interesting article. It's titled The Psychology of Microsoft Points Part 1. Uh-huh. Least Aversion. <laughs> And basically, like how, uh, you know, the mental aspect of having points versus real money. Yeah, you tend to just spend the points a lot quicker, a lot easier because they're not, you don't think of them as being real. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a different kind of mental process. Okay. All right. That's all I got. Well, real quick, uh, just to remind everybody, tomorrow, Tuesday, the 26th, uh, Spec Ops The Line is coming out, as well as Darksiders 2, and uh, The Amazing Spider-Man is also due out. So, um, I don't know if you guys are planning on picking any up. If I was still renting, I'd probably rent Spec Ops The Line. I don't know if I'm going to buy it or not. I heard it's got a, I was listening to one of the developers... And it seems like yeah, they're really concentrating on story, so it's not like a, just another first-person military shooter. It seems like they're taking a different approach. It is a military shooter, but they're taking a different approach and really concentrating on the story and the characters and stuff. So it seems interesting. It, actually, it kind of makes me want to try it out. Yeah, and it's a third-person. Oh, yeah, sorry, third-person. I played the demo. It was... It was interesting. I thought it was, you know, it, could, it probably will be a pretty fun game. So I'm debating. I didn't pre-order, but I'm going to, if I think if people get on and really enjoy it, I may go pick it up. We'll see. Um, before we get to user to our questions, I wanted to go back to the Mass Effect 3 thing that I was talking about because I actually found some info on it. So I want to make sure I'm giving the real stuff. Uh, it is coming out on the 26th, which is going to be hopefully today, which is the day you're listening to the show. Um, the extended cut will be 1.9 gigabyte download. Um, as far as the content, is it additional scenes and epilogue sequences? It provides a more. Uh, it provides more of the answers and closure that players have been asking for. It gives a sense of what the future holds as a result of the decisions made throughout the series. And it shows greater detail and the success or failures based on how the player achieves their endings. Um, Bioware notes that the game is an expansion of the original endings to Mass Effect 3, but does not fundamentally change the endings, but rather expands on the meaning of the original endings and reveals greater detail on the impact of player decisions. So the company recommends that players load and save a game before the final Cerberus mission of the game, and play through to the end of the uh, play through to the end of the game. The actual content of the extended cut will differ depending on the choices made throughout the Mass Effect series. So multiple playthroughs with a variety of different decisions will be required to experience the variety of possibilities offered by the new content. So there you go, and then <laughs> I'm. Kind of looking now at the comments already, it's just like, I'm sure it'll be good. More Mass Effect is always good, but there will be another wave of hate following this. You can't satisfy everyone. Ah, I can't wait. I really hope it's good. (laughs) 
So, yeah. Yeah, but it's the thing. This thing is too. It's not really. It's not really new content per se. You're not. You're just playing the same thing over to see uh, more cutscene at the end. Like that, that's the thing. So it's. I don't know. Based I, based on the, deci- the decisions you made throughout the series, that was kind of the thing that a lot of people were. I think were asking for was closure. Like, what about this happened? Well, I did this, and you know, Mass Effect One. I did this in Mass Effect Two. What happened to this? So. Hopefully it gives them the closure that a lot of people want yeah. as far as the, the major fans. But I just wanted to clarify that because I know I was kind of going by what I've heard and that is actual story that I found on IGN. Cool. Yep. Um, news for Far Cry fans. Uh, sad news, maybe. Far Cry 3 has been delayed. Um, in the U.S., it's going to be pushed back till December 4th. And in Europe, it's pushed back till November 29th. So our friends in Europe will get it several days, like a week before we do here in the U.S. So that's kind of a nice twist for them. They finally get something first. So, yep. But I think Ubisoft's is a lot of their games are that way. They release over there first. But So Far Cry 3 delayed, but at least it'll be out before Christmas. So. And with everything coming out in November... It's going to probably be the only major title in December. Yeah, it probably. Could be. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So that's it. Hey, at least Rob's here on time to earn his money. That's right. So this <laughs> week uh, on the friends list, got uh, a couple things here. First one is from Metamo Seven. Uh, with your discussion about new ads on the Xbox, I remember two ads that I have seen recently, one for a well-known sportswear brand and a sugar water company. They were ads masquerading as games, but completing them allowed allowed you themes or avatar items. Now I'm wearing one further advertising. I'm, I'm wearing one further advertising of their brand. Don't you agree this is better use for ads on Xbox since you're getting something from it? Nope. I think the better the better use of ads on the Xbox is not to have ads on the Xbox. That's just my opinion. <laughs> you know, if if you've got free, you know, okay, fine, have ads, but if you're paying sixty bucks I don't yeah, I don't be no ads. I don't mind the ads. I don't mind the ads or or the the notifying of the community and gamers that hey, you know, uh, Forza Four has a new car for DLC, or hey, there's new Gears DLC coming. Oh, don't forget to check out this indie game. You know, like that stuff. That doesn't bother me if it's buy under if it's buy Under Armour or you know, look at these new Nike shoes or you know, don't forget to drink Gatorade and stuff like that. It has nothing to do with gaming. I, I do not care. So it's it's to me to me it's going to have the Hulu mentality. Like the companies that advertise on Hulu, I will never buy their stuff because I am tired of seeing their commercial. <laughs> it's actually done the probably the complete opposite of what they want, and so. But yeah, I, I mean, if it's something that we have to watch and you get an avatar prop or something for it, yes, okay. I, I guess it's nice that you're getting something for it. But to me, I just like would see the non-gaming related stuff just go away. So political stuff gone, food, cars gone. Po- politics has nothing to do in gaming. Ask Australia. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, next thing is from Mark, do you have anything else to add? No? Nope Okay, next thing is from Convoy Wing, our questions about Watchdogs were answered in this week's Game Scoop podcast They confirmed that the last shot of all other agents on the screen was indeed multiplayer Yeah, that is awesome That's interesting that is cool. That is going to be a pretty sweet game, I think. 
Oh, as soon as I saw it, I, I was like, yep, I'm getting it. It just reminds me of Deus Ex so much. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Hi, Convoy. I haven't talked to you in a long time. Thanks for the update, Convoy. That's awesome. I, oh, didn't, yeah. I don't listen to that podcast, so um, that is good. I missed I missed hearing that one, so thank you. That makes me happy. And that was it. Cool. I got nothing. Me neither. Me neither. Well, I guess the only thing I have is to go out to thisxboxlife.com and pretty much get to everything that we have out there. Um Big thing is our uh, that we'd like to announce each week is our this Xbox Life voicemail, which is two two four six nine eight Xbox, and you can replace Xbox with nine two six nine. So that's all I got. I'm Brun BJ Swick thirty three. Excuse me. <laughs> Before I sign out, don't forget to hang out for our episode two hundred. We got a bunch of codes to give away, courtesy of uh, Airborne 215, right? Yep. So yes. be sure to check back in two weeks um, and uh, maybe for a chance to get a code. And other than that, I'm Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. I'm Rob, also known as Pre-Star. Catch y'all later. And I do have one more thing. One more thing. I just pulled a Rob. That's is, okay. Uh, our intro and outro, which is Times After Dusk, they're... Uh, you know, latest CD is out and about, so feel free to hop out and grab it. It's on iTunes and it's on uh, Bandcamp. So I think on iTunes it's nine ninety nine, on Bandcamp it's seven ninety nine. But uh, if you weren't on there to subscribe and get it for free, those are the two places you can purchase it. It is it's worth it. I like it. I've listened to it from start to finish multiple times. So. And uh, they're a bunch of good guys, and it's a local band, so it's they're not millionaires or going on tour or anything like that. You're actually helping out, you know, some people just like us. We do gaming, we have jobs, we do gaming, they have jobs, and they do music. So yeah, but they're good at their hobby. <laughs> yes, they they are good. they are very good. So they're actually gonna, I guess they're doing a uh, like a, they're doing a concert to raise money for stuff, and us. Since I find out where that's going, I might go check them out live. So, pretty cool. But that's all I had. Now we can go. So, good night, everybody. Good night.